Welcome to the Retire Notes podcast series about preparing for retirement with Bruce Manners, the author of Retirement Ready and founder of the RetireNotes.com website. I'm talking to Dr. Darren Morton, a senior lecturer in the Faculty of Education and Science and a lead researcher in the Lifestyle Research Centre at Avondale College of Higher Education. Hey, thank you for your time, Dr. Morton. Oh, you are welcome. Nice to join you, Bruce. Your latest book, Live More Happy. What made you write it? Wow, that's a great question. Look, I this has been a topic that's just been dear to my heart for, well, coming on to, well, I suppose, two decades now. Yes, yes. Uh, many years ago, many, many years ago, uh, I think it was in 2006, I, I wrote a, a small book called Seven Secrets for Feeling Fantastic. And okay. it was just met with, yeah, just tremendous success. I think it sold about 10,000 copies and... And it actually uh, um, sold out within a relatively short space of time, and and I just this obviously there's a, a great interest in this this whole you know emotional well-being space. Yes. Um, and so yeah, I think it's been a, it's been a project that I've since the you know Seven Secrets sold out. Yes. It's been something that I've been accruing more references. Been a, there's been a tremendous amount of just fascinating research in this space, and so. Um, so live more happy, you know, scientifically proven ways to lift your mood in your life is, is really just the, the next step where it brings all of those, uh, those new findings together. Okay. Uh, Australia is in the top 10 happy nations. Do we really need a book like this? It's interesting you ask that question because I was, at a, I was presenting at a conference, uh, the Australasian Society of Lifestyle Medicine Conference, just a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And after presenting, one, one of the, the doctors in the audience asked that very question. Um, you know, do well, we it's, need it's a good and, question, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you thought of it. <laughs> um, yeah, and he, and he even asked the question, went further, and he said, you know, do we have a right to be happy with you know, a lot of the, the, the things that are going on in the world? Um, at the moment, so maybe maybe I'll respond to both those those points. Please do. You know, the, the first thing is that it's interesting that yeah, studies sort of indicate that Australia is one of the you know doing better than many others in terms of their happiness well uh, indexes and um, and also I mean we often in the happiness space and probably I should I should make this caveat. You know, when I, I talk about being happy, people often think oh that just sounds trite and fluffy and a bit sort of you know not very tangible and perhaps a bit unrealistic yeah it does have and a touch of that doesn't it 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 does but you know i i actually use the word happy in the book title because it, it's something that people are, can identify with you know they understand what we're talking about they often don't know what we mean when we talk about things like subjective personal well-being or or eudaimonia so th these are probably some of the descriptors that best describe what i'm really going after in the book nice. um which is really a more complete way of living you know a, a higher level of well-being um and you know at the heart of it we all want that you know there's not one person alive that doesn't want to be happy you know we all, we're all on that common quest that common goal i think it was Anne frank that actually wrote that, that penned that on one occasion but um yeah so yeah in in terms of when we look at things like you know subjective personal well-being or eudaimonia or uh, flourishing is another term that's often used nowadays yes. particularly within the positive psychology world or happy if you want to just make it colloquial australia yeah we, we seem to be doing okay but in terms of the world statistics but it's sort of like saying it's not a great thing to be average in a cohort that are really not doing very well and in fact just because you're doing better than average 
amongst the cohort that are not doing very well at all doesn't necessarily mean things are going well for you. And, and I think that's probably a good analogy for the current state of play in terms of world happiness and world okay. well-being. You know, we see Australia is doing well in terms of the world scale, but very few percent, you know, like we're, we're talking sort of probably only, you know, 20 to 30 percent of people report that they, they feel like they're flourishing in life. Okay. And if you look at some of the latest statistics, you know, coming out of Australia, is that today one in 10 Australian adults are taking are on an antidepressant. One today. in 10. One in ten. Now, look, I'm not against medications, and I need to be very upfront with that. But you know what? For me, that indicates is that people are struggling, yeah, and people are struggling with their emotional well-being. Um, those, you know, the use of antidepressants just as a surrogate, you know, for how people are going, that's doubled in the past decade. Um, we're now in Australia. We're amongst the um, leading takers of antidepressant medications. Okay, that that gives us enough evidence to say we need to be happier. Hmm. Absolutely, you know, if you go to now we're happier than the US, which is a great thing. But you know, we're one one in eight of them are on antidepressants each day. But you know, look, I, I just I just have a real a real burden, I suppose, a real heart for this. This I think there's a major need. People are struggling. People are, you know, at an emotional level. Um, yes. Yeah, they need need help. They need assistance. And so this book is really my attempt to help with that. Okay, talk about the word science in the subtitle. What, what, what is the science you studied to get this book written? So, look, I, I'm, I'm really immersed in, in an emerging field called um, lifestyle medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, a fellow of the Australasian Society of Lifestyle Medicine and, and um, present regularly at their conference. I'll be off in just a couple of weeks' time to the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. And this whole lifestyle medicine space is just exploding. Um, and yes. to me, it's a very exciting field because... To my mind, it's the future of healthcare. Um, see, in Australia, as in many developed countries, we actually don't really have a healthcare system. What we have is a disease care system uh, where people present with problems and then we try and do something about it. And so what, what you're suggesting is that we should stop them, the problems before they start, is that? Yeah, well, what we've got is this encouraging, as I said, discipline emerging called lifestyle medicine where what we definitely know is that when people adopt healthier lifestyle choices um, we can prevent many of the the conditions that are you know plaguing people today and and not just just in a sort of a moderate way we're talking profound effects like um, as an example we know that if you just do four things if you um, eat more fruit and vegetables if you try and you know say walk for half an hour a day you try and control your body weight and you don't smoke we actually know that those four behaviors alone can actually reduce your chance of, of um, developing type 2 diabetes by over 90%. Um, okay. It'll avert about 80% of heart attacks. So this, you know, life, what, 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 we're, what we're, we definitely know is that healthy lifestyles help in the prevention of these kind of conditions. So yeah. what we now know, though, is that even for people who have these established conditions, applying therapeutic lifestyle change can actually be very helpful for managing and sometimes even reversing them. Now, okay. whilst I'm immersed in the lifestyle medicine space and it's concentrated primarily on, on physical ailments like a heart disease and our diabetes and you know, certain cancers and the like, sure. what's coming to the fore is that these sorts of lifestyle behaviours are actually very powerful for influencing people's emotional well-being and their mental health. Okay. And so I've I've developed a great interest in that and how we can apply, 
you know, therapeutic, positive lifestyle changes to yes. actually help people feel better. Because ultimately, you know, as, I, as I alluded to at the beginning, that's the end game. People, why do I want people to be healthier? Because it actually helps them feel better. Yeah. So there, there's a huge body of science and, and fascinating studies, and maybe we can talk about some of those, but sure. just showing that there, there are just evidence-based things that people can do in quite simple ways, implement in their life, that actually will make them feel better. And not better in five or ten years, but better today. And yeah. to me, that's a really exciting message. Yeah, good. I'm talking to Dr. Darren Morton about his book, Live More, Happy. So what, what is it you wish people knew about living happy? You know, it's, it's funny. I actually, I, I sit on, I go into you know, public environments. I'm sitting on a train and I'm looking over at, you know, some gentleman there or some lady and I'm thinking, oh, I just want to tell you stuff. There's so much I'd love to share with you. <laughs> yes. um, there are just some very powerful and profound things that we can do to improve, yep. you know, our emotional well-being. And they're coming out of, these strategies are coming not just out of lifestyle medicine, which you know, I'm sort of, you know, immersed in. But this other emerging discipline um, called positive psychology. Yes. And positive psychology is, is really revolutionising the way we think about, you know, psychological processes. It was sort of first kicked, it was probably about two decades ago that, that um, in 1997 that positive psychology just started to really emerge and come to the fore. But it, sure. it, it developed in recognition, and one of the sort of shakers and movers in this space is, Professor Martin Seligman, um, mm -hmm. and what he recognised, he was he was actually voted in as the president of the American Psychological Association, and at that time he recognised that psychology had, till that time, concerned itself primarily with trying to remedy, you know, dysfunctional states, and he actually did a bit of a stock take and went, hey, wait a sec, when is psychology? ever make a contribution in a positive way by helping average people, normal people, whoever they are, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who is normal or average nowadays, but taking stock standard individual and helping them to flourish more. Yes. And so really it kicked off this movement, which is, as I said, called positive psychology, which is about scientifically studying what people, what couples, what families, what community environments, what work environments, what even countries can do to actually yes. increase the amount of flourishing that people are experiencing to make them happier. Good. And so, look, really, I have a great interest in that space, obviously. I'm also interested in, in sort of neuroscience, basic neuroscience, and, and really what Live More Happy, the book, is about is pulling those three disciplines together, picking you know, the best from contemporary neuroscience, positive psychology and lifestyle medicine and Good. put packaging it all in a way that people can get the best out of, hey, this is what the science is saying about what yes. you can do to improve your emotional well-being. Good. We're running out of time, but let's suppose I was feeling a bit low. Yeah. Just say three things that you would tell me to try. Yeah, and that's a great thing. Maybe I'll tell you one thing. Okay. <laughs> and and then we'll um and then we'll flesh them out, you know, in, in, in subsequent sessions. But sure. you know, probably the top thing I could say is go for a walk outside with a friend and tell each other what you're grateful for. That's it. That's it. That's it. And of course in doing that you're encompassing probably three or four uh, um, scientifically demonstrated strategies for, for for giving yourself a lift. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That'd be it. I need to get outside and go for a walk with a friend. Where and tell them what you're grateful for. <laughs> okay. Where is your book available? 
Hopefully everywhere. All good bookstores. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, on the retirenotes.com website. That's correct. And my own website as well, um, drdarrenmorton.com.au. Excellent. Thanks for talking to us, Dr. Morton. I've been talking to Dr. Darren Morton, Senior Lecturer in the Faculty of Education and Science and Lead Researcher in the Lifestyle Research Centre, Avondale College of Higher Education.